The Grim Reaper Gamers are a 25 and older video game community with members spanning the globe, playing games across all genres and platforms. Bring your thick skin, drink of choice, and grab your controllers. GRG members are on nightly with official community nights every Wednesday. And now, it's time for the, the ReaperCast. Reaper Hello and welcome to the 202nd episode of the ReaperCast. My name is Jack and I'll be your host for this episode. You may also know me as the head grumpkin in charge of the Green Reaper Gamers, Lala Calamari. And I am completely lost in Starfield. I have no idea where the fuck I am and what the hell I'm doing. I am just completely lost. I'm just shooting things, flying my spaceship around, completely lost. Anyway, let's get into our uh, guest for this episode. First up, we have Grex. What you doing? What you drinking? Hey, so I'm not really drinking anything because I had a freaking migraine today, so it's water. Just trying to go with that after downing like freaking half a bottle of Tylenol. And what am I playing? I am playing Starfield, and I continue to run AFK in Black Desert. Dude, migraines are the fucking worst. They're terrible. My suggestion for you, though, is to... Uh... Half a bottle of Drano cures mm. it all. You'll feel fine afterwards. Really clean you out. I hear you. Yes, yes. Also joining us tonight is Valiant Victory. How you doing? What you drinking? What you playing? I am drinking the Holy Trinity tonight. I'm having a uh, Sam Adams Jacko because you can only get that for like two weeks this time of year. Um, I'm of course having my the end of summer lining kugels, cleaning those out, and um, a blue moon. So I got that Sam Adams Fall Festival pack too. I gotta try it. When I get a chance. I just picked that up today. Yeah, I like that. The, the Jacko has been a go-to for me. I really like that one. So the blue moon. Um, I, I got to be honest with you. Like that is the one beer that does not agree with me. And I'm talking about like toxic farts. Like it is. Uh, I, like, I think I think my wife would agree with you, but I don't care. You know what I mean? Like I'm <laughs> these are so bad, I cared. Like I was like, oh my god, this I can never have this beer again in my life. <laughs> oh god, yeah. There's a few of those that I don't know why. You know, beers that taste good make your ass smell so bad. But yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I don't know what was going on. I remember we were down in um, not Daytona. Uh, Oh, whatever. We're down in Florida. We're down on vacation. Fort, Fort Lauderdale. And I'm at a CVS. That, that's all they had in stock. I want to get a six-pack of beer to go back in the hotel room. And I got a six-pack of Blue Moon. And I had to open up the balcony. <laughs> like, it was so bad. Ugh. Anyway, um, before we get to our, our next guest, I want to just introduce myself again. And once again, my name is Lala Calamari. I am drinking a Von Trapp Oktoberfest. It's whatever. It's kind of tasteless Oktoberfest. I'm not crazy about it. And I am playing Halo, Call of Duty, Starfield, and Fortnite. And I'm, I'm just playing everything. Just playing it all. Whatever. All right. Let's get on to our mystery guest here. We have a longtime staff member, first time on the podcast. Bjorn. I'm not even going to pretend to pronounce your full name because it's it changes wherever you sign on to. But uh, 
you say long time, but you know, long time is lasting longer than a week. Well, <laughs> for staff, that's yeah, that's that's a long time. I mean, <laughs> what you drinking? What you playing? Uh, I thought this was a line for the restroom, but uh, I'll game. I'm drinking water. Not much of a beer drinker, and I don't have any anything harder in the house currently, just because uh, I haven't been bothered to get anything more. Been playing Starfield, of course. It is the thing to be playing right now. So I was able to get it early access with the Game Pass upgrade and just enjoying it. So since it's uh, your first episode on the podcast, we got to ask you a few questions. And which brings us to the uh, member spotlight portion of the show. First up, gamer tags almost always tell us something about their owners. Tell us about yours. So mine is uh, a butchering of one word attached to a rather common name in certain parts of the world. In uh, in North Mis- Norse mythology, there's a tree called the Yggdrasil tree. I clipped the Ig off. Ig roughly translates to the terrible one. It's one of Odin's names. Bjorn is just a common name in Scandinavian countries. It roughly translates as bear, according to some cultures. Otherwise, it's just a, a name. And uh, I, I went with Bjorn because I wanted something unique and hard to pronounce so that people couldn't always butcher my name whenever I'm chatting with them. Well, we're going <laughs> to butcher your name. So I, I'm just going to call you like uh, asshole. How about that? Nah, what are you doing? <laughs> no, no. no. Are you Scandinavian? Are you Scandinavian? Like, like Cold Front Craig is, and he he hails from those people, and he says they eat blandless food, like ketchup is spicy to them. Yes, uh, I've got Scandinavian ancestry on both sides of my mother and father's family. Uh, my mother's family is probably closer because my grandmother emigrated with her parents, and uh, it it shows through the cooking, like you said. It's they they. Don't know how to use spices for some reason. Yeah, that's what Craig tells me. That's all I know. I mean, like, I come from Philly. We put spices on everything. So, next question How long have you been gaming? Most of my life. When I was young, I think I was still in grade school. My parents bought us kids kind of a knockoff computer that it came with a keyboard. I can't even remember the name of it anymore, but it had, it had cartridges much like uh, an Atari did. We had that for a little while. Then we got an Atari, and then uh, we got a Commodore sixty four. Was it the Atom? Oh, I I do not recall. It had a it was gray if I remember, and had a standard QWERTY keyboard. It might have been the Atom. I'm I'm thinking because that's what I had when I was and yeah. Anyway, so you had the Atari twenty six hundred. So you're you're an old school gamer. Yeah, I mean, we I've been through Nintendo, had Nintendo 64. Uh, at some point, we got a, a PC, started gaming on PC. Uh, I've been gaming more, uh, probably a good 80% of my life now. All right, so with, with that question, like, what's your favorite game of all time? Now, that is a very difficult question because there's so many great games out there. I would, I'd have to put Bethesda RPGs in there. I've put a lot of time into Morrowind on the Xbox console and Oblivion and Skyrim. A little bit into Fallout 3. For some reason, I couldn't get into Fallout 4. I own, own them all. And, of course, I'm now putting a, a lot of time into Starfield. Beyond that, I've enjoyed The Division 2. I played Destiny 2 quite a bit, but haven't been back to it in a long time. 
but there's just so many great games and you know modern consoles can can easily go back to these games that uh, it's really hard to pick a one favorite assuming that you're not a professional gamer like i am what's your day job or like what do you do for a living uh, I'm kind of a jack of all trades at times. Currently, my job is training AI to overthrow the world. I'm, I can't go into too much detail, like on the the thing I'm doing, but I'm helping to train a Chat GPT model into being a better AI and giving us the right information and not what they call hallucinating information. Could you train Chat GPT to uh, take over GRG so I can go on vacation? Oh, I, that's pretty easy. I mean, all I got to do is put like a, a rudeness model into it and we wouldn't know you're gone. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. Like you're hired. You're hired. <laughs> to, say, <laughs> to say, give him Drano and, and go downer and, and GRG's all set. Beyond that though, I'd say majority of my work uh, has probably been in some form of security, concert security, bouncing in a bar. I'm I'm a large man, intimidating presence. And I can just kind of stand there and calm the room down. So you're you're basically the security for the the, uh, the glory hall GRG industries. Okay, we got it. What upcoming game or games are you looking forward to the most besides for Starfield? Obviously, Starfield was the big one. So that just dropped. So I'm assuming that was the big one. But after Starfield, what are you looking forward to? You know, my focus has been on Starfield. I haven't really paid attention to the other games coming out. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to the Division Heartlands, if it ever does come out, but they keep just not giving us information. The latest update was, we'll have an update next year, so like, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm not even sure it's going to be here. I'm looking forward to that one as well, and it's just like, yeah, we maybe we'll have an update next year, maybe. Yeah, good luck on that. Like It was supposed to come out, like, what, like over a year ago, two years ago? Like, it's whatever. It's whatever. All right. What is your favorite part of being a GRG member? The the weather updates for where everyone is living. I mean, I, I live for those in the morning to see what temperature it is in other people's part of the world. The lamenting yes. about their medical ailments. You know, the standard things you see in, a dis, in the GRG Discord. I mean, like, who the fuck cares what the weather is in, like, like Nowheresville? Like, I don't care. I don't care. Like uh, they they post it every day, like I, as if I care. I don't care, and I don't care about how good their mornings are. Fuck your mornings, right? Am I right, or am I wrong? I agree. Uh, if you've ever seen the movie We Were Soldiers once, uh, yes. Sam Elliott's kicker has the best line. Someone says "Good morning," and he says, "What are you? Some sort of goddamn weatherman?" Love it. Yes, I saw it. It's one of my favorite movies, and yes. <laughs> Any closing thoughts? Yeah, I'm hoping the check clears for this uh, appearance in the in the podcast. Yeah, it's nice to be hopeful, right? Um, anyway, <laughs> that's not happening. There's no check. There's no. It's not clearing. Too late. You're screwed. All right. Uh, moving along. I have no rant this episode. I just am not prepared, so it's not happening. Oh well. Sorry. We're going to go right into Gaming Geek News. It is what it is. First up, we have Call of Duty. Uh, there is a new Warzone map. I know everyone's excited about this. I am not, but it is out there. Uh, we had The map is called Fort Resurgence, and it's 
a part of the it it takes place in the Al Barga fortress landmark on the Al Masra map. So it's a little section of the big map and it's a whole separate game mode. It's quads only, 10 teams, 40 players total. Takes place on a tiny little map. And all it is is constant craziness. We played this the other night and it's just pure madness. It's basically what COD wants to be, Call of Duty wants to be. A complete ADHD, 12-year-old, loaded up on uh, Ritalin map. It's it's just craziness. I'm not into it. I don't like it. I th- I was hoping for better, and it's not what I expect. Uh, Call of Duty is really trying to ramp up the nonsense with Warzone. And I guess this is what most people want, but it's not what I want. And it's it's making me like second guess playing Warzone. I haven't played probably in a few days, and I don't know when I'm next I'll play. But all I gotta say is I don't know understand why other companies are not making another game mode like Warzone. Like it's just it seems like it's it's there for them to take, and they're not doing it. I don't know. Do you guys? Anybody else here play Warzone besides me or want like a game like Warzone like me? I mean, I like the the um those type of games, you know, PUBG or whatever, you know. So, I'm hoping another type of game comes out and I'll probably end up, I'll get the new Call of Duty and stuff even though I've uninstalled the other one. You know, space concerns, of course. But uh yeah, I'm hoping for a better New Warzone. What would you want to see? Like, maybe I'm insane because, like, the current game mode is is so fast paced. Yeah, it's it's too arcadey and too. I don't know. Yeah, it's super fast and super twitchy. And my old freaking old man reaction time can't handle it. I don't want to go back to a more. I mean, that's why I was always hoping that Halo would come out with a with a good way to do. To do that type of game because of the way the armor and everything like that is worse with Halo. But yeah, it, it needs to it needs to get off the whole the whole twitchy, you know, high speed kind of thing and peel it back a bit because it's it's too crazy, too adrenaline focused. Yeah, it is, and and uh, and I think that's what they're shooting for. Like, I think it's only getting worse. Like. The game has changed. Like, so Modern Warfare came out and it was whatever, but they have recently upped the speed of the guys running, the, the time to kill, everything. So it's it's just a faster game. And then they include this resurgence model. So if you die, you get to come back in to a certain point. So like people are just playing it because they can just keep respawning, keep respawning. And they got away from the suspense the excitement of the game, it's now it's just pure nonsense, just whatever. And uh, I'm over it and it's tough because we'll play a lot of uh, Warzone. That's all I play anymore. I can't play Call of Duty uh, multiplayer. So we'll play like Warzone and they won't have the big map available unless you're like a solo or quad. And it just never works out because we either have like two, three people and you got to play these other game modes. And this new game, it's quads only, so we tried it, and it's just a headache. Anyway, yeah, 
I was kind of hoping for better, and it is what it is. This is the direction Call of Duty's going, and I'm not interested in it. I know Valiant's interested. He loves these games. No? Yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> PvP is, is something I, I is near and dear to my ass. I have no interest in uh, anything <laughs> PvP. All right. Uh, up next, I threw this in real quick. Uh, last minute, uh, Discord is uh, looking at streaming to Xbox. They just added this with the September update. They're going to give the users the ability to stream to their communities. And I don't understand the purpose of this. If you're not a Nitro streamer, I mean, Nitro subscriber, you can only stream at 720. So why would you even bother? Like, why would you not just go right to Twitch and, like, stream at 1080p? And why would you limit yourself to just your community versus streaming to Twitch? And anybody can see it. So I don't understand the purpose of this, but maybe you guys can, like, explain this to me. I don't know why this would be a thing. That's what the kids do nowadays. It it also it's kind of pointless because you have to in order to watch a stream you have to be connected to a PC version of Discord unless they figured out a way to stream through Discord to your Xbox console for the people watching. But then if I'm on my Xbox, why am I watching my friend play a game when I can be playing a game? Well, that's always the thing in general. Like even regardless, like why why am I watching someone play a game when I could just be playing the game? But yeah, and even so, like if you're on Discord, why, why are you watching all this stuff? Um, what do you get out of it? I, I just don't understand it. And it's not, I'll never get it. Yeah. I mean, I think one of the, a lot of these things, it's their people are paying for convenience. They have Discord, that's where their things are. You know the thing, you have your community there, right? Not like our communities around like a just everybody's everybody, right? Well, a lot of these other communities are about a streamer. And now they can kind of move people to their platform where they, in theory, make money, right? Or whatever. Okay, okay. Why would you, like, wall yourself off from, like, Twitch and go into Discord? I don't think it's just another place. But you think about it. Like, if I'm building a community and I have people there, I can push people towards the Discord, not using it, like, as exclusive, like all the time, that's not the only place I stream, but I do it there once in a while. And that only people that are really going to do it are the people that come to my Discord. So it builds my brand across multiple platforms. That's the only reason I see to do it. And it's an easy way to do that thing. Because remember, getting people into the Discord is the objective for some of these people that build, you know, want to build an audience. I think there's better ways to do it. And I think a lot of the kids are doing it with the, uh, you know, the Twitch streaming. I mean, the People that have nothing to do with gaming, like girls that have OnlyFans, are using it as a way to get people to go to their OnlyFans, right? So I just don't think so it's Drex the best does. way. Yeah, I'm sure that you know he can command at least, what, 99 cents a month, Grex? Is that what you're up to? Oh, geez. He's watching the game. Yeah, he's ignoring you. It's okay. So we get to talk <laughs> about him when he's not paying attention. <laughs> They also had a an update to, uh, and I haven't had a chance to test this out. So they 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 changed the way. Um, where is it? The Xbox will have also allow some new features to make navigation and playing with friends a little bit easier. And um, 
I have to. I haven't had a chance to test this out since I saw this update. Uh, I don't know if they made it easier for you to see someone that's like playing a game in a Discord party. Um, as, as far as Xbox world goes, if someone's in Discord while playing Xbox, you can't see that they're in the party. You have no idea. You just see them as solo. Yep. Yeah. And I'll, I'll be in a group with, with a, like we were doing a, a six-man activity and four of us were in a thing and I had somebody invite, invite, invite. I'm like, dude, I'm doing a thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, uh, it's probably and, and you. Like, you, just don't, you, you can't see it in Discord and you have no idea. So if I, I see Valiant's on, you may be in a Discord party doing something and I have no idea that you're there. And I would like to just join in. Like I have no way opportunity to join in. And I, I guess we're spoiled as Xbox players, where you, you see somebody online, they're an Xbox party, you can kind of hop in or whatever, look, ask for an invite, and that's not there for Discord. And I, that's what they need to do. So if like you're in a, a Discord party, so you're playing, you know, Destiny or Starfield, and you're in a Discord party, I would like to have the opportunity to know that you're in a Discord party. Maybe if you're in a server that's not my server, ask you for an invite or something. Like it doesn't exist. And it, it makes it so awkward. It's it's so weird coming from Xbox land. And I guess PC players are used to this. There is a way to see if someone's in a Discord party from Xbox, but you have to go to your list of Discords available in your Xbox Discord party list, so it is clunky. Oh, and see so them, yeah. It sounds like they're they're pushing that further out to where you can just, you know, for like a regular Xbox party, you can say, oh well, this friend of mine is in a party. I can even look to see who's in the party with them, if the permissions are right. And I'm, I hope they push something like that for Discord, where it's just within the friends list. You just know immediately. Yep, they're in a party. They're in this server. Let's go. It's not as good as like Xbox Live and. It's hard. Like, this is the thing. Like, so I'm trying to work around this being that we're like a multi console, multi you know, PC gamers, PlayStation 5, Xbox gamers. Uh, there's a lot of games that are go across the board, and it, it's, it's rough because I would like to see people game together, but they have no idea they're, they're gaming together. And so Discord would work, but not everybody yeah, can see that they're in Discord. Where we have to, like, what we do is we obviously say we're going to do the thing, and then the people across different platforms get together. But if you're just in, you want it to happen kind of naturally. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't. Like, there just isn't an obvious way. And that's the thing. They they need to make a way that just like we can join one, we can see who's in one to see if we want to join theirs. Right? As opposed to coordinating the outside. Yeah. Yeah. And across, I mean, obviously everybody's behind the the um the times here because again not giving pc players too much credit but like they already know how to do this shit they're used to it they say hey look i see this person isn't a thing that's not a fair thing because like xbox had it for so many years but it's xbox party chat it works very well and it's very convenient like i can see like oh valiance in an xbox party he's playing with you know abc and maybe i want to join him maybe i don't most likely, I can't stand Destiny players he's playing with. So I, I won't join them. But no, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Like I can see who yeah, you're yeah. playing with, and I can see, uh, and I can join right from my Xbox. And there's no opportunity for me to join 
from the Xbox your party that you're you're playing with, and it's it's awkward. It's weird. We had something that works very well, and now that's a whole different system. It's not working as well. Fair enough. I mean, yeah. I would like uh, Discord to work more for for, X, for a GRG. Like we have people play Fortnite and they play PlayStation, they play PC, we play Xbox. Um, it would just make things easier, but we have no idea who's playing when, and it, it's it's weird. It's a whole awkward thing. I blame Greg. Yeah, yeah, it's Greg's fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, it could be better. Obviously, with all the different platforms, like we have this opportunity to have crossplay, but it's not communication that easy to difficult. get. With, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, communication's key in anything. Right, like, and we're, we're we want to do the game, but a big part of that game, you know, can you imagine, you know, raiding with no mic, right? How many? Well, I mean, basically, I feel like that way anyway with you guys. But oh, that was mean. No, 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 it's fine. I'm saying, oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's fine. It's uh, it's not an unfair characterization. All right, anyway, moving on from Discord. It is what it is. Maybe one day we'll sort it out. I, I would like to see GRG take advantage of our Discord voice chat more than they do, but I might as well talk to my dogs, asking them to do the same damn thing. Uh, anyway, Payday 3 is coming into Game Pass. Uh, it's coming out September 21st for PC, Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass, all that wonderful stuff. Anyone interested in this? I've never played Payday 3, so I have no idea. Maybe I'll check this out. It's on Game Pass, so maybe I'll download it. So I've played some Payday 2. It's it's a fun game. Now, I've played it on, like, uh, we'll call it the very I'm-a-newbie-baby settings where you're really just a, a bullet sponge, and it's very difficult for the enemies to take you down because you just soak up so much damage. But it's it's all about pulling off a heist where... Uh, you go into the map, you go and and find the objective, and the objective can change based off the map that's loaded or the heist that they send you on. It's about, you know, maybe you have to cut into a safe like you see in the heist movies where they got this special drill unit. And while it's going on, uh, maybe someone tripped the alarm because you're in the bank and now the cops are showing up. So you have to deal with the cops, you have to deal with the hostages if there's still any alive. And you have to go back and check on this drill because the cops can go and stop it or it will just stop working after a time. So it's kind of a, a first-person shooter, time management of trying to get in there. And then once you open that safe, now you've got these large duffel bags you have to take back to your exit vehicle. So it's it's kind of fast-paced and zany. I'd like to go in with a group of people where we're on a harder difficulty, where dodging bullets does matter. Uh, the game comes with a bunch of skins. They release a lot of more skins. You get these funky masks you can wear. It's it's fun. It's like uh, if you ever seen the movie Heat. It's it's like that in a game. Hmm. So you're oh, looking that. forward to this title, and and hosting some Georgie events for this. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I believe it's going to be Game Pass because uh, Payday 2 has been in Game Pass. Uh, there's 
I know there's a John Wick skin that came out for Payday 2. I imagine it'll be something like that for this. I mean, you get Ron Perlman. You get some pretty top-name actors in here as skins from various heist-style movies. And then you also just get some zany characters that are just over the top and, and out there. Like Reservoir Dogs is a is a good fit for that type of game, that type of movie where you've got the people with the different uh, nicknames, except payday you have that option you can put on a crazy like uh japanese demon mask or a, a scary pig face mask or clown masks or all manner of different masks i watched reservoir dogs last time with my kid and yeah i like to be mr blonde i could see myself being mr blonde where you go in and just shoot every motherfucker in the bank because yeah don't pull the alarm that was the rule don't pull the alarm like you pulled the alarm i'm shooting you and Mr. Blonde did that. He was the guy that cut the guy's ear off. Uh, I forget his, the actor's name. John Travolta? No, no. John Travolta was in, in Pulp Fiction. The, the actor in uh, Reservoir Dogs. Uh, I'm going to look it up. No, but that in in the Vincent Vega was the character in Pulp Fiction. No, Michael. He's based- yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Madsen was the character in, in, in Reservoir Dogs, and he was the guy that he was Mister Blonde. He shot up the the place, the uh, the bank in in Reservoir Dogs, and he cut the guy's ear off. He was actually supposed to be Vincent Vega in Pulp Fiction, but like I, I think there was like some timing issues with whatever the characters. So uh, John Travolta got that job, and obviously killed it like he was awesome and yeah i think that was great yeah yeah story fiction yeah that i'll I'll download it and i'll ruin your gameplay there bjorn i'm (laughs) sure you will (laughs) and you'll like it fuck it all right you guys interested in this at all uh grex uh valiant no Payday three? No. Yeah. <laughs> I might check it out if I'm if I'm not doing anything else. Right, I might check it out. It's on Game Pass, so it, I mean that said, my son plays freaking everything on Game Pass. So I mean Alright. Anyway, who cares? Payday three. We'll get it. We're gonna set some heist lights up, I guess. Uh we'll play some of this. Hopefully, I get some like expansion storage on my Xbox because I'm like running out of space. Because you never uninstall anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna uninstall Destiny, and I don't want to do that because Valiant may need me for a raid in in the future at some point. You never know, right? Like, I might it might be back there at some point, right? I was just talking to two people that haven't played Destiny in a while, and they're like, "Hey, we we want to do Crota." I'm like, "Well, let's get six people together, make it yeah. happen." Well, I'm like, I'm. You've done Crota before. <laughs> I am one so, of six. Well, with with those two, we'll have four. Just, and I know we can drag in might, so now we really only need one if we want to do it. So we can talk about that in, offline, but yeah. Uh, anyway, big game came out. Tic-tac-toe on the Xbox. No. Starfield came out. Finally, this is the big hype from Bethesda. Huge game. Let's talk about this for a minute. What do you guys think of this title so far? I thought you were going to say Rufy Roulette, but, you know, I guess Star- <laughs> that's a GRG land favorite. Like, we play that game. <laughs> All I know is Rex <sighs> pretended it was Rufy's and it wasn't, and it got ugly. <laughs> 
that is like the my favorite video of all time. <laughs> I think it's great. Anyway, anyway, Starfield. What do you guys think about this title? Well, you know, I, I guess we've been kind of holding on this, but you know, uh, since it came out, because I'm only playing it on Game Pass, I didn't pay the extra. So I have about a week in it. I have only got like 20 hours in it. Um, wait, wait, but it's I all. Know. How many hours? 28. You have tripled my hours, so fuck off. So, yeah, well, in a week, you know? I mean, that's that's like three hours a day. That's nothing, you know? But um, my son, who's been playing it for two days, has 10 hours in it. So, you know. But, uh, you know, I, you know, I didn't... I thought, hey, I'll do a little I'll fuck around with it. You know, this will be fun. I'll do a couple things. I'll see if I, you know if i if it hooks me dude like i couldn't go to sleep last night it's running in my head it's like oh my god what about this and what about that and it's like it's like um it really feels like uh it's built for people with add because it's like uh i was telling grex before we got on the show like i'll walk through some city like you know neon or or new atlantis or whatever and i'll walk by somebody and a quest pops up Right. I didn't do shit. Just a quest pops up on my screen and I'm doing every fucking side quest, every stupid thing that I could freaking do. And I'm like, if I keep doing this, either we'll run out of side quests or I'm never going to finish the game. I'm never going to finish. So, yeah, I fucking love it, which, you know, you get how many games have I played in the last 10 years? Like four. One. Destiny's one, one of them. One. <laughs> I know, you right? One game right. in the last ten years. Let's be honest. You one full game in the last ten years. Yeah, I mean that's side quest hell is is something that like gets me with this game. I love it though. It's cool because I mean you just wander around and you run, you do a thing, and you get somebody out of jail, and you hear their storyline, and you know the husband killed the wife, but she was cheating, and the, like somebody had to write that and do all the fucking dialogue for that. Right? I mean, that's the wonder it took a bunch of years. This isn't like, you know how many games you'd play and the words would pop in the screen and only certain things have recorded lines? It's amazing. It's like every fucking thing's recorded. That's amazing. Coming from someone who played a Bethesda game, like, so I played not like... ESO. I, I, yeah, I played ESO a lot. And, and I don't I didn't play the other ones. I never played Skyrim. I never played Fallout. Like, I'm, I'm terrible. I'm the world's worst gamer, and I don't play these games. Uh, but I did play ESO a lot, uh, Elder Scrolls Online. And everything is voice acted, and there's a story for everything. So I'm, I'm kind of used to this. I'm not... I don't take it for granted. I appreciate what it, what it is. It's just... Yeah, this is how games should be because, like, there's you talk to somebody and there's there's a conversation and and the, there's options like the dialogue. There's options to choose from and and you can fuck it up. <laughs> you can totally fuck it up, which is a good RPG. I mean, it's not like it's infinite. You know, it's not like it's you can type it in and you can pick up what to happen. You know, like a Dungeons and Dragons type of RPG, but. It's you can fuck up the dialogue and that thing is over. Yeah, your choices have have consequences. This is Fallout in space, and you know, to, uh, it's a it's a good Bethesda game. Um, it's got its quirks and stuff. The the whole 
the quest thing gets a little crazy because I have so many quests in my list now, and it's like freaking hell. <laughs> I, I see why they give those filters. You can say, you know, the main one. And like oh when I started, I'm like, why do they have those stupid filters? But now I'm like, dude, I need the filters to be able to find anything. Yeah. But and it, you're, but you're course, on a quest. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's just, it's just management nightmare. And then of course, if it's Bethesda game, there aren't little quirks and bugs and stuff like that. You have to get through. And then trying but to, you mean out- like, Talking, talking to a guy like who's facing away from you the whole time yeah. he's talking. You're, you're like talking <laughs> into his walking ass. Away. They're walking <laughs> away from you as they're talking. And the weird physics, the weird physics bugs that happen are freaking hilarious too. Those are but one of the was, reasons uh, to play a Bethesda RPG: the weird physics bugs. <laughs> <laughs> I got to show you a picture. I modified my ship. And uh, I, what's the robot's name? Uh, Valkrex? Vasco uh, da Gama. He's named after a famous explorer you might have known from paying attention in school. No, nah, I didn't pay attention, but Vasco. So I modified my ship. And, and... <laughs> no, I'm sorry. but So I modified my ship, and poor Vasco, um, like, he got crushed. Like, you know, obviously you can't kill the, you know, these are NPC, you know, uh, allies or whatever, but I got a picture. I'll upload it. Um, it shows him like all contorted because when I moved the ship around, it must have like done it with him in it. And it looks like his, he's got an arm and a leg and a face and they're all going every which way. And I'm like, oh my God, what happened to him? And I don't know like how that happened, but it was like, I think it's one of those bugs because I was kind of rearranging the, where the you know, the living, the hab parts and whatever of the ship. And apparently he was on it when I did it. You know, all the other, all the humans did fine, but he was all kinds of fucked. So I, I put, <laughs> I finally put like, I guess enough hours into where I got to the, the, uh, the big changing point of the, uh, the game. So it's about like 10 hours, 12 hours worth of gaming. Which is nuts. You think you you finally get to that point and and you're just starting the game. That was a big shock for me. Like I, I were playing my my kid told me about it. I was like, my oldest is a big uh you know, a Skyrim fan. And he was telling me like, Oh, you gotta get to this point. It's like you gotta do this quest line, it's, it it changes the game for you. And I did it. I'm like, What the hell? Like we just went from like I guess space simulator to uh Skyrim in space now. It is kind of cool. I, I I I think this is going to be like game of the year. It's one of those games. It's kind of like, remember, there was a time when certain books came out and everybody read it. This is going to be one of those games that everybody played, like the first Halo or the first Starfield. I really think it's going to be like an everybody played. Remember when that game came out and everybody played it? That's what this game is. I think. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Except for PlayStation gamers. <laughs> Yeah, they're bitter game. about it too. They're oh, they are bitter. so bitter. <laughs> oh yeah, so that's that's the other thing. I, we didn't have it on the agenda, but there's uh they're review bombing it. Like people are giving it like one star, terrible, buggy, blah blah blah, and they're all PlayStation players. They're they're trying to make it look bad when it's not. I mean, it's it's an. Amazing- I was watching some like video, like some guy like he was doing like live podcast thing, and he was doing like you know on-air calls and some guy called up you know like shitting on on this game 
And so he gave him like this like fake story, like, well, remember when this happened? And he gave him the and fake bur- story. Burned the bodies, right? Burned the bodies. I saw that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, um, well, yeah, dude, it's exactly what it is. These people are shitting on it, but they never played the game. And they can't because it's PlayStation. Which yeah. makes no sense to me. Like, like I never got the console war stuff. Like, okay. When we were 20 years old, we had to save our pennies to be able to buy one. But at our age, we can own, a, you know, a gamer PC, a, a PlayStation 5, and a fucking uh, Xbox, you know, series. I think you kind of nailed it there. Console wars, I think, are from a, a younger demographic. To me, that, that same demographic, and I'm probably be stepping on toes here with this one, kind of translates into older sports fans where for whatever reason they've defined defined their person that who they are based off of a team that doesn't know they exist to use that you know, right, you know right. fuck off like seriously <laughs> fuck you for saying that that's all i gotta say <laughs> fucking eagles love me fuck off <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, Bjorn, you, uh, you have to come back. That was—it's like you've been waiting the whole cast to throw that one. That one—it was amazing. Oh, uh, he's never, Bjorn's never allowed on ever fucking again, you motherfucker. The first and the last appearance. <laughs> <laughs> he just dropped the mic and walked out. <laughs> Uh, in the, um, I, I think there's the something chat. to that. There's, you know, people that they're getting so upset about something that they could fix by just going and buying the console, but maybe they don't want to because, oh, it's that evil Microsoft or they don't have the cash. And instead of just moving on with life, they've got to ruin the experience for somebody else and say, oh, the game sucks because I can't play it. I haven't been able to play a decent Spider-Man game since I didn't have a PlayStation, but I don't whine about it online. You should right. buy the PlayStation. Play it. They're great, and and my my kid has. He loves those games. Am I going to review bomb it? No. Right. Well, care. the the new Final Fantasy 16 came out, and it um as far as I know, it's exclusive for the moment. Um, there's rumors that it may come to Xbox, but it's not here now. So, right, Rex, it's coming for us someday, maybe. Maybe. So, like. I love that game. I, anything Final Fantasy, I would love to play that. But if I really, I'm not gonna compl- I'm not gonna bomb the thing. If I want to buy it, I'll buy the. I'll rent a console. I'll buy a console. I'll buy one, play the game, and sell it. But I don't need to shit on somebody else's deal. Like I don't get it. I mean, but no, we're. Th- I, it's not. We're not 20 years old. These are all 20 year old, 25 year old kids doing this shit. I, there's nobody that I see. It's an adult doing this. They're just kids. So what do we think about the graphics? Because this is like one of the things I had an issue with. So um, I think the graphics are suitable as is. I don't care so much about graphics as a as I care about like playability. Uh, not being 60 frames per second is a huge issue for me. And I didn't think it would be. Like I thought 30 frames is per second really would be 30? fine. It's is 30. Is it really a 30? Yeah, I did not notice. 30 on console. Uh... What, now, one thing about the frame locking, uh, just because we're locked to 30 frames doesn't mean we can't go above 30 frames. In one of the interviews, I think Pete Hines uh, and or Todd Howard said that, that they've seen the frame rate go higher than that. But 
to make sure it doesn't get poor, extremely poor, they lock it to where it can't drop below 30. And we could blame uh, Xbox Series S for that because they want to make sure they've got a game that works on both both consoles and it doesn't make sense to make two entirely different games. I'm sure it's the same game I'm playing on my Series X as someone else is playing on their Series S. It's, they didn't make two variants for it just for the two different consoles. Uh, yeah, but the PC players are getting 60. Yeah, but apparently they got to upgrade their video card to get it, according to Todd Howard. Eh, I think they they probably can, because I've seen somebody say they're, they're doing it. But what about environment stuff? I keep taking pictures of like planets and planetscapes and that kind of like stuff. It looks fucking great. Why are you taking pictures of stuff? Are you it's some kind of nerd. What the dude? Fuck? Well, you know, like when I you're on your loading mode. screen. Yeah. yeah it's, in, on the loading screens, they're stock photos unless you take your own. If you take your own, they go through photos you've taken. So I'm like, I want, like, while I'm in loading screen, I'm going to look at something. Yeah, awesome. Did you do a you male guys... character? What is wrong with you? Uh, yeah, I don't follow the Grex, like, you know. You always do a female character because you want to be looking at a guy's ass the whole time? Come on. <laughs> my, Maybe. That's my uh, thing. But you I don't did, play I... first person. I did. Uh, I I did violate my my rule this time. I did make a guy this time because I I am playing it first person. Grex ah. has changed. Grex likes guys. It's it's <laughs> <right> <laughs> now. I I I probably shouldn't throw stones too far because I have like a blue haired girl, but she definitely is trying to have a a a, a ro- Totally trying to have a romance with Sarah there. I'm see if I can push that one. Sarah, the person that you join okay, so in the here's fucking the, here's the one anyway. question I had. So we were talking about the companions right now, Sarah. So one of the companions you get from the game, you get these different companions. You have like all these people you can choose from. This totally confuses me, frustrates me. My OCD goes nuts out of the roof with this stuff. How do you choose what companion you want to use in game? Do you need to carry like just one companion? Can you just switch off the fly? I I, I do not understand. You can, you can switch on the fly, but I like, but but what I do is if I know I'm gonna care need a bunch of shit, I bring uh, Vostok there, and if I need you know um, persuasion and whatever, I tend to bring Sarah for everywhere. I'm also trying to like I said, I'm trying to romance Sarah, um, but. You know, also, she's always morally good and objects when I don't do morally good stuff. So I'll bring Barrett. He's pretty good with the kind of the gray area. So it depends. Different things for different things. Um, I have a guy that I think has weapon skills where if I really know I'm going into I'm outclassed combat, I haven't used him much. But he like I hired him from the, the thing there. He's like a no name. He's not like one of the major characters, but he's like a weapon specialist he's got he's good with all the things so so far he kills shit better than i do so that's how i choose so you ask the question that's how i choose yeah now to get on more the uh, how do you do it with mechanics you need to go up and talk to each companion sometimes they're going to be locked behind you have to get through a certain part of the main quest storyline before they can become a, a crew member or companion 
then you just communicate with them. You say, hey, would you like to join the crew? They'll say, sure. Uh, when you have them in your crew, you can go into your ship data sheet or ship data screen, press the, the start key, go down to the bottom left, go into ship, press the Y key from there to get in a crew. And now you can assign crew to a ship, but then that companion you have can also be assigned to the ship and follow you around. And now since they're on your ship, you can just go to the, up to them at any point and say, okay, would you like to go out and follow me around again? And you'll if if your two companions are near each other, there'll actually be some dialogue between them, and then uh, you'll have this new companion following you around. So, it's it's kind of a nice and fluid way of doing it, where you can just have, like uh, Valiant was saying, you can have who you think you need the moment you need it, just by going back to your ship and talking to your crew. What I really wish is that you, if you could sell directly from your companion. Instead of having a transfer. Oh yeah, that that, that inventory nice. management is a thing. Like I have some storage container things on my um, my ship because I don't have a ton of space on the ship yet. I haven't upgraded a ton of space on my main ship, so I have these kind of things. So I have shit stored on um, on Vostok there, and I have stuff stored on a bunch of different characters, and I have stuff stored in like a, my a base that I have. So to, to sell things other than my own inventory and what's on the ship, I got to go and clear it out and then clear the thing and then bring some more, you know, go get some more and then sell some more. <sighs> it's tedious. I know it gets better in time, but geez. that's my biggest problem with this game. So I, I come from Bethesda's version of games, Elder Scrolls online and, so I paid a monthly fee and strictly paid the monthly fee for just this, but I got extra bonuses. Was the uh, crafting, uh, the unlimited crafted bag. This game inventory management is a pain in the nuts. That's why. That's why I I uh, I modded because to get the better inventory, there's a mo- better inventory mod, and it 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 helps so much. But I still got issues. I still can't sell directly from like um, an alt. But I got that in mod, and then I got a mod that shows my encumbrance on my little left scanner thing on the the bottom left corner, where it shows your O2 and CO2. Like when you're on a planet, it'll oh, show your oh, your encumbrance. It shows your weight. Nope. I think it comes down to uh, you're afraid that you might need something. But you don't know what you need until you need it. Uh, I I was explaining to my brother <laughs> that because he's he's new to Bethesda RPGs. He played some Skyrim, but he's still relatively new. Uh, and I've got to give you some background. I've got hundreds of hours on Morrowind on the Xbox. I've got hundreds of hours in, in Oblivion and Skyrim and less in Fallout. We went over this at the beginning, but there's certain things about a Bethesda RPG. There's what I call the late game regret. That you played through the game, you understand mechanics now, and then you're regretting the choices you made at the beginning. That usually happens the first playthrough of any Bethesda RPG, and it's really hard to get past. Even in the second, third, and fourth playthroughs, you understand the game's mechanics deeper. So the trick is, if you find something's causing you grief early game, just... Fix it the way you need to for inventory management. Sell everything that you don't need immediately. 
carries uh, maybe just the weapons you want to use, and don't worry about filling up your uh, weapon hot swaps. Uh, carry the one, just one you like. Make sure you have plenty of ammo for it. Ammo doesn't weigh anything, so hang on to all of that ammo and sell it if you need to at times, because it essentially becomes uh, another form of currency, but it doesn't weigh anything. So collect it all to where you, you find a new gun, you can try it. All that miscellaneous stuff, all those resources you think you'll need for crafting, if you don't know you need them yet, just sell them because they are easy to collect when you need a handful of them. And you only need a handful to get outpost building started, and then it starts doing the heavy lifting for you. Okay, I like that. Yeah, you don't need to walk around. I mean, I suffer that, that going through that tutorial mission. Uh, I picked up 30 foam cups because they got a low weight and they got they can't be less than a coin. And I was overcoming the entire time. I gave all my stuff to Vasco. He's can't hold anymore, and I'm still 100 kilograms overweight. And I got through, but I just wanted that that starter cash. It's the way I've usually started a Bethesda RPG. And then from that point on, uh, there's there's little tricks like if you were within 200 meters of your ship. You can use the ship cargo hold data screen through your start menu to push resources or whatever back to your ship. So find a ship with a decent cargo hold, and now you have a way to store extra stuff. Uh, that 200 meters counts on the on like overland map, but if you are within uh, a dungeon, we'll call it, it looks be if you're in the same area where that door is to get access to your ship, you can usually just push anything you need over there. I haven't been able to, to really see a distance. Sometimes it's hard to see the distance because you can't see the door. And even if you have a quest marker, it doesn't show the distance to that quest marker. So it feels like that might give you some extra range where you just you just went through a door. Now you're in another part and loaded in. You don't have access to your ship, but you just found a bunch of stuff. Just walk through that door you just came through and push a bunch of stuff back to your ship if you have cargo hold. Yeah, I do that. I think my, I was thinking of answering Lala's question with, I think inventory management using the ship could be a thing. Oh, we'll get mod support. Uh, it sounds like it's going to be next year for Xbox, but we'll get mod support, and I'm pretty sure we're going to have all manner of, of great little quality life changes that show up as mods. My, uh, my biggest problem with games like this, and I always feel like I'm going to pick the wrong choice and, and experience the game wrong. I panic over this. Well, that, that's your problem, right? You think you're going to make a wrong choice. or That's not the point. That but it's not but it does, wrong. They, they do have consequences, though. So you're like, okay, well, I do this. The biggest one is selling the wrong shit. And I think that um, Bjorn's really hel helping us because I'm like, the big thing is I got heavy shit that I've crafted I can use for building, but I can't build any, like, I need other things that I don't have, like tungsten and fucking titanium. So maybe the answer is sell that shit and don't worry about fucking all my heavy-duty freaking miscellaneous resources um, and, you know, worry about that later because I, I am weighted down with that miscellaneous shit. And yeah, You can you know, create an automated simple fabricator and more advanced fabricators as you get further in outpost building that will create those items for you from the resources that you're extracting out of the planet surface. So you you can sell off a lot of that stuff. I would suggest if you're going to build an outpost, keep some adaptive frames, 
keep iron, nickel, copper. Uh, main thing you want to start with is some solar generator or wind generator, and then some extractors and some storage to store that stuff into. Oh my fucking god! So it's you're working like, in the back. You're killing me. You're like literally no, killing me right now. No, no, it's like he's saying it's gonna it's gonna do the thing automatically, and that's what I think what's really cool about this. You know, too hard. The coolest. For me. This is too much. For me. <laughs> well, the okay, then we'll move on to Barbie dress up then. I mean, if this is going to be the main topic and this is all we're going to talk about, if you don't want to work out like those kind of things are, you know, it's an RPG. It's part of the game is you, you can build it the way you want to, as opposed to, you know, having it like freaking canned, you know? What? Okay. So you're not, you're not thinking that like, the cool ships thing is not a thing for you. I mean, I know that it's, you know, we haven't clearly put it on the agenda, but the ships thing is a huge part of this. People love the fucking ships. As far as like the ship's building goes, I'm not going to do that because I know I'm not capable of like building cape interesting ships, ships that'll benefit me. I'll just be able to buy ships I need and, and I'll work with that. Is that something you guys are interested in? Because like I it's not for me. I've already customized the hell out of two ships. I just stole one. I just stole a Crimson Fleet one because um, Bjorn actually uploaded a thing, and the guy said, "Hey, here's how you do it. You got to have a ship to start with, but basically delete everything off of it. You know, move everything out of the way, delete everything that you can rebuy, build it as late as you can to make it flyable, and then add the ship back on. And you can build better ship than you can buy." And I'm like, "Fuck!" So that's the next one I'm going to do. So I'm all about that. Of course I am. That's fun as hell. <laughs> The tutorials are, are are nice. I found those tutorial videos they they're helpful. But yeah, I was looking at that ship building. It was pretty daunting at first, and they don't really tell you a whole lot and how to do it and everything. You kind of have to click around and figure it out. But um, I'm I'm ashamed to admit this. I've got two, you know, valiant uh, confessions. First time, well, maybe first time. I did play some ESO, uh, Bethesda player. The the worst one I'll do second, but the the first one is I couldn't figure out the thing. My son's been playing the game for like 10 hours and he's like, oh yeah, this is how you do it. He came down and took my first ship all apart, basically deleted everything, put the stuff all over the thing, put it back together. And so this height, it was like he had picked up the controller for the first time. He's moving the stuff all around. I'm like, I can't even figure out how to get the thing to turn the way I want to. And he had it for like two minutes and was able to, I'm like, how the fuck do these kids figure this shit out this quick? But anyway, he showed me how to do it and it was as good as any uh, tutorial online. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm embarrassed that my 15 year old son could figure out in five minutes and I was fucking around with the shit for 40 minutes. Couldn't figure out how to get the engines to work. I had so many fucking errors and uh, yeah, he could five minutes, took it all apart, put it all together. It was working. What the hell is wrong with me? And then the second confession is, do you guys know that like whenever you're in a place, you can push that like left button and scan everything to see things? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's huge. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure everybody fucking knows that, right? I played this game for 20 hours without knowing how to scan. What are you talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> Scan what? What are you scanning? <laughs> oh my god! So, Maybe Lala is as bad as me. <laughs> so when, when you're wandering around in your character, tap the left bump 
and it will bring up your hand scanner. It's how you find resources when you're on planet surface, but it's also very handy for seeing mines up ahead. The one problem, you can't have your gun out when you're scanning. You can pull out your cutter. Right. So you guys all know this. I'm like eye spying fucking shit on the ground in the lockers, you know, um, mineable shit. And my son goes like, you know, just pull the scanner up. You'll see the thing because it's like the dark of the planet. I can't see anything. And there's I'm trying to, you know, manually mine some shit that's on the planet surface. And he's like, oh, just pull up the scanner. You'll see the little dots on the on the rocks. And I'm like, what? Like the scanner. I'm like, what do you mean? Holy fuck. 20 hours in this game. I didn't know that thing was a thing. Well, get good, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) How do you focus on what you're doing? That's for the that's what I'm what's what bitching about the a whole ADD thing is that you get so many and they have you bouncing out around all over the place. You get pick this one's stress call in this planet, you got this one's secret storage, you got the main story mission, which is jumping you around everywhere. Uh yeah, I mean it's uh, you gotta like I don't know, pick and choose. But then I've run into some quests where I can't progress. Because it's like they're time gated or something, or maybe another mission gate. Um, like I got two quests right now. One is, um, you got to talk to the admiral, and then also the cabinet. And I can't. They like, oh, we can't talk right now. Uh, that one's a bug. A lot of people have been running into that one. I, I haven't played that quest myself, but as soon as you said admiral, I think I know the one you're talking about. And that that's what about the about tree the guy? Have you? Do you guys get stuck Three? on the tree guy? He's uh, in, that um, one time needs to pass. That's what I thought. So like I went back to him and he's still like busy or whatever. So I'm like, all right, well, that may be bug as well. So, you know, I, I just assume some of those are, you know, I got to just give it time and I'll come back to it. You know, when, when it's time to come back, I'll come back, you know? Yeah. I've got, I've got one with the, uh, an old lady on neon off in the, the boondocks in the fishmonger area. That uh, she says she doesn't want to talk right now, and I've waited some time and gone back. And so there, there's some bugs. Bethesda games are usually known for their bugs. This Bethesda game at launch has less <laughs> bugs. <laughs> at least there's no no. Back but I'd say dragons. Like in general, though, I, I I'd say I've played you know my share of you know buggy launches. I, this is just average Bethesda, right? This isn't. Like a bunch of no, that's not that's no game, nothing game breaking yeah. I've seen or anything <laughs> like that. I got a question for you guys though. The magazines. Do you have to like keep those on you? No. Right. Once you've picked no. up the magazine, it's a permanent edition. I sell them unless you want to put them in the inventory. They don't weigh anything, but they do take yeah, they don't weigh anything with, yeah, space, whatever. Are they yeah. penthouse magazines? Because like I'm keeping those. Yeah, <laughs> form. they they just look like a little poster sitting somewhere. I think you, most people are going to discover their first one when they go into the lodge. It's sitting on the railing around that large uh, glowing ball of light thing where the artifacts float. All right, so uh, let's review. What do we think? Rank what you think of this game. Um, I'm a 9 or more, 9.5. I mean, it's not Destiny, but it's pretty darn good. 
Grex. Uh, nine's high for like, like I think nine's high nine's for high. whatever. Nine, but nine's really high. I give it a, I give it an eight and a half. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I fucking love this game. I think it's a great game. I think it's good. Uh, the stories are good. I think it could use better instruction. Inventory management sucks ass. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> painful. Very pa- painful. And um, just some little like quirky things. But other than that, I think the game is, is, is really good. Muir, what do you think? I think it's it's definitely uh, an eight to nine. We'll call it an eight point five, and I think there's room for improvement with with some patching. I mean, this game at uh, early release access launched version one point seven point three something, so it shows they've already been patching the game. That's the same patch that rolled out on day one for the full release, and I'm sure they're working on a patch. I've got access to their public official discord and they've actually have a, a bunch a nerd. of you're a nerd uh, spoilers i i am i'm a gaming <laughs> nerd i'll fully admit it because i'm a large man so i can get away with that type of stuff <laughs> uh, you know i enjoy dressing up my little cart my little character on the screen and, and all the different space trucker gear because i think it's fun but agreed it, it's a solid game there's going to be room for improvement I bet you it's going to become the Bethesda meme game where we're going to be saying playing Starfield on Alexa, playing Starfield on the refrigerator, because it's going to be <laughs> the, the Bethesda game that lasts for 20 years like Skyrim has. Or like what we thought Fallout would, right? There was a time when we thought Fallout was going to be like the thing. Yeah, for some reason that just didn't go. It feels like a, 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 you know, an upgraded Mass Effect to me. Like when I first played it, it was like, oh, this is like Mass Effect. But I'm like, in so many ways, it's so better. It's yeah, it's it's there's a lot more than Mass Effect. No, no, Effect. but I'm saying that's no, no. That you the the what I'm saying is, I feel like it was um, it's it had the Mass Effect feel to, to begin with. That's what got me in, and then it's more. It's just a way more. Um, I should say less linear game with more going on, more options, more customization, all those things that I haven't had that fix in a long time. So I, I see you, you've played Destiny like a million and a half hours. I had you're a lot, just, yes. You're focusing on this game. Like, yep. How does Destiny feel about that? Like, no, I mean, I, I, I joked, I think before we got on, I How'd was your saying Xbox it's like, work? your Xbox got you know? like a heart attack. <laughs> It's, uh, I think, um, you know, on the last cast, we were talking about, you know, where, you know, Destiny is going to have one more major expansion and then it's just going to be, you know, little story bumps after that. So um, between now and then, I think we're going to see other people before, you know, we decide, you know, where we go from there. But I, I do think we're kind of going our separate ways. I think we're, that's, that's the direction we're going in. And I hope there's other games like this in the future that um, will, catch my interest because i i think i'm kind of kind of done with destiny i mean i'm not done done but i'm like and i'm moving on all right that's going to do it for this episode of the reaper cast i want to thank everybody for being on the show tonight as always i like to remind everyone to stop by our forums at discourse.greenreapergamers.com to see everything we're up to as well as to follow us on twitter at 
grgamers.com, spell out the D-O-T. And with that, we are out here. Stay safe and get your game on.